Alright, first and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, welcome back, brothers. We're, um, we're back with our, re our bi-weekly reading class. Um, also, since before we open the Sabbath, as is as we're we're supposed to do, brothers, if Yaakov face the east, oh Shalom Yerushalayim, um, so we could do these prayers, so we could do the prayer to open the Sabbath, Akim. Let me get them. Boom. Uh, we're gonna be praying the blessing for Yasharala. Uh, so, brothers, you can face the east uh, towards Jerusalem, Salakia. Uh, and just repeat after me. Barakata Yahweh, Barakata Yahweh Shai, Barakata Yahweh, Barakata Yahweh Shai, Barakata Yahweh, Barakata Yahweh Shai, Yahweh Shai Shal Rawak Ha Alayah Il Shalak Yahweh Bahashim Yahweh Shai, Saparka Kwadash. Ba Amathka Dabar La Rabayam Wa Ahabyam Rabayam Wa Kazakyam Rabayam Wa Amayawam Rabayam Wa Babukusha Rayam Kal Ma Ayahatazalaya Wa Salakyam Rabyam Awa Rapayam Babukusha, Babukusha, Yahweh, Babukusha, Babukusha, Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai, Tawara, Aman. And it reads, Bless you, Yahweh, bless you, Yahweh Shai. Bless you, Yahweh, bless you, Yahweh Shai. Bless you, Yahweh, bless you, Yahweh Shai. Uh, Yahweh, coming in the name Yahweh Shai, send upon to me the spirit of Yahweh Shai, of the word of truth in the holy books, and more faith to me, more strength to me, more love to me, and more healing to me, more forgiveness to me, and deliver me from all evil. Please, 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 Yahweh, coming in the name Yahweh Shai, thank you, amen. Uh, so, that's how we're gonna start the opening prayers. Uh, that's how we. That's how we go. Uh, and as brothers know, we're gonna be. I'll be. I'm gonna post it in the in the group chats they pertain to. So like yeah, we're taking the and the brothers. Uh, So like yeah, that way brothers got everything they need. Boom. Okay, so now let's start the reading of Deuteronomy five in the Torah. Uh the book of Deuteronomy, verse five, uh chapter five from the top. And Moses called all Israel and said unto them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and judgments which I speak in your ears this day, that ye may learn them and keep them and do them. So we already see so every so whenever anybody says everybody got the law, you know, anybody can keep the law, so on and so forth. We already see how De the from Deuteronomy five starts from the top. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. The Lord made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us 
for all of us here alive this day. So we see that the Most High God had made the covenant with us. You know what I'm saying? Not not Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but with the actual, with his descendants. Uh, verse 4, the Lord talked with you face to face in the mount out of the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you the word of the Lord, for you were af afraid by reason of fire and went not up to the mountain. So we, um, so when brothers, when we get to the book of Exodus, Akim, we're going to see how the Ten Commandments were delivered and why exactly the Ten Commandments are so separate. Let's keep going. Verse, verse 5. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So, brothers, we're about to... Deuteronomy 5, take note. Deuteronomy 5, starting at about verse 6. 6 all the way till 21 are the Ten Commandments. So, let's go. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt make thee, shalt not make thee any, any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Salakia. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Um, uh, we, I think the, uh, the brother Zahar had actually just did... Uh, not not too long ago, I did a class in regeneration, and I I need uh, brothers that are going through the cadet course in particular should go check that out. Uh, verse eleven: Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Now, real fast, while I'm pausing here. Seeing that at sundown it is the Shabbat, you know what I'm saying, in particular the way we keep it in this school. So that's why we started by praying praying before the class and then ending the Sabbath class tomorrow uh, out with the prayer. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep going. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God, in when thou shalt not do any work thou, nor any thy son, or thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor or, Salakia, nor thy ma maidservant, nor thy ox, nor thy ass, nor any of the, thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well though. And remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence through a mighty hand by stretched out arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. So even here he tells you, you know, he gives you like, hey, man, I did all this for you. This is what I need you to do. Keep this day holy. 
You know what I'm saying? Keep it separate. Verse 16. Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee. In the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not kill, neither sh thou shalt commit adultery, neither thou shalt steal. Salaki. Dang. Oh, Shalom, Akim. Y'all missed the first. Uh, we'll, we'll start back at the Ten Commandments for the, the, the brothers that barely uh, fell in. Uh, so we're back at Exodus, uh, Salakia, Deuteronomy chapter 5, and we're going to start at verse 11. Uh, we're going to start at verse 3. The Lord made a covenant, made, this, made not this covenant with our, with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are all of us here alive this day. The Lord talked with you face to face in the mountain out of the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you the word of the Lord, for ye were afraid by reason of fire and went not up into the mount, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. O Salakia, in getting uh, the water to the brothers, because now... I could really, um, I forgot to point this out earlier, but if you look at the biblical definition of Egypt, and then what it says next, matter of fact, it's, it's, it's really house of bondage. We can go to, uh, let's go to the Strong's real fast. I, you know, I glossed over that. That's crazy. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 5 in the, in the Strong's at about verse 6. Uh when we go to the word Egypt, Strong's H4714, it says Mitzrayim or Matazariam in the Paleo. Egypt, land of cops. Uh, land of cops, ooh, C-O-P-T-S. <laughs> um, Egypt, Egypt's, Egyptians, Mizraim, North Africa, a country of the northeastern section of Africa adjacent to Palestine and through which the Nile flows Egyptians double straits. The inhabitants are natives of Egypt. Now let's go to bondage. Uh, Strong's 5650, Abed or Obed, slave, servant, manservant. So we were in the, we were in the house of slavery. Uh, but let's keep going. Uh, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make any graven images, anything, anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters, that is in the waters beneath the earth. Salak. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto God, to, unto them, unto them, nor serve them, for I am the Lord thy God, and a jealous God. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, uh, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath day of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do not any work, thou 
nor thy sons, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy ox, nor thy ass, nor any, any of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within the gates, that thy maidservant and thy manservant may rest as well as thou. Verse 15, And remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God brought thee out thence, through a mighty hand and and by a stretched out arm, there therefore the Lord thy God command thee to keep the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and thy mother, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, obviously thou shalt not murder. Neither shalt thou commit adultery, neither shalt thou steal, neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house, his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or speak anything that is thine, or anything that is thy neighbor's. So we're not even we're not supposed to want anything that belongs to the next man. If he got it, the most I gave it to him. So we shouldn't be coveting it after it. You know what I'm saying? Verse 22. These words the Lord spoke unto all your assembly in the mount out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice, and he added no more. He wrote them in two tablets of stone and delivered them unto me. And it came to pass, when he heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness, for the mountain did burn with fire, that he came near unto me, even all the heads of your tribes and your elders, and said, Behold, the Lord our God hath shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. Now we have seen, now we have seen this day that God doth talk with man, and he liveth. So, they're, they came up to him, you know what I'm saying, and they're telling him, like, now we know that the Most High God is real, because he spoke to us, because he spoke to man, you know what I'm saying, uh, verse 25, now therefore, why should we die, who for, um, for this great fire will consume us, if we hear the voice of the Lord, Lord God any more, then we shall die. That's why the Most High God didn't keep. Didn't keep. Um, he gave them. He gave us just ten commandments on those tablets. Because anything else, we felt like we were just going to die. Salakia. We felt like we were going to die. Verse twenty-six. For who is there of all flesh that hath heard that the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived? And we're so special that nobody that lived after and hearing the voice of the Most High God. We're asking that. Go thou near and hear all that the Lord our God shall say, and speak unto us all that the Lord our God shall speak unto thee, and we will hear it and do it. So we, we're telling Moses, like, hey, man, like, real talk, we can't do this. We might die. So you go over there, you tell, let the Most High tell you, and you go tell us, and you go tell us what's going on. And we're going to hear it, and we're going to do it. Well, you know Israel. Salakia, verse 28. And the Lord heard 
the voice of your words when you spoke unto me. And the Lord said unto me, I have heard the voice of the word of this people, which they have spoken unto me. They have well said all that they have spoken. Oh, that there was such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep my commandments always, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. So, you know what I'm saying? Most I was saying that they may keep these commandments and he'll be with us and our children forever. Go say to them, go into your tents again. But as for thee, thou stand here by me, and I will speak unto thee all the commandments and statutes and judgments which thou shalt teach them, and that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. So he told Moses, okay, fine. They don't want to hear my voice? Cool. He said, but send them back to their house. But you, you stand right here. I'm going to tell you everything you need to tell them and teach them so that they have to do these things when they go into the land where we're going. Verse 32, ye shall observe to do, therefore, as the Lord your God hath commanded you, you shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Real fast, I highlight a lot, but brothers, if you got highlighters or anything to underline, this is something you want to highlight. I'll read it again. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 32, ye shall observe to do, therefore, as the Lord your God hath commanded you, ye shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Verse 33, You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that ye may live, and that ye may be well with you, and that ye may prolong your days in the land that ye shall possess. So that concludes this chapter of the book of Deuteronomy and the Torah. But Akim, this last couple of lines is something we need to meditate on. I mean, do everything the Most High commanded of us, and we'll live a long life. You know what I'm saying? Just something for brothers that, to think about. Even just over going over, that's the Ten Commandments. The Big Ten, as we like to say. You know what I mean? Because those are the ones that the Christians all love to acknowledge. So like, one second. You know what I'm saying? So let's um let's go to um Sirach chapter five in the Apocrypha. Sirach chapter five in the Apocrypha. Um and I really pray to the most high that this benefits all you brothers that are listening, man, because it really does uh brighten up my day and benefit me you know it does allow me to grow as well even reading rereading a lot of this stuff but uh let's go to the book of Sirach chapter 5 from the top set not thy heart upon thy goods and say not I have enough for my life follow not thine own mind and thy strength to walk in the ways of thine heart man the cares of these worlds, as Yahweh Shai would say, we ain't, we ain't even supposed to worry about the cares of the world. And you see what Proverbs says, lean not on your own understanding. You know what I mean? So for when, when these other, we'll say, belief systems get to trying to down talk the Apocrypha, you can see here that, you know, the Apocrypha comes straight from the Torah and the Tanakh. But let's go to 
Let's, let's keep going. Verse 3. And say not, who shall control me for my works? For the, law, the Lord will surely revenge thy pride. For say not, I have sinned, and what harm hath happened unto me? <laughs> man, brothers, he says, I say, hey, man, don't don't let that pride destroy you. You're going to see, look, the most high, Lord, you see how they are, but let's keep going. For the Lord is long-suffering, and he will, will in no wise let thee go. Concerning propitiation, be not without fear to add sin unto sin. Man. And say not, his mercy is great. See, the, and see now we're starting to understand why these Christians really hate the, 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 the Apocrypha, man. Let's, let's read that part again. And next time somebody tells you, you know, grace, 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 read this. Uh, Sirach 5 and 5. Concerning propitiation, be not without fear to add sin unto sin, and say not, his mercy is great. You know what I'm saying? We are doing breaking the commandments, and then we're like, nah, the most high God is great. He go, he go forgive me. He will be pacified for the multitude of my sins. I mean, for, um, <laughs> man, for mercy and wrath come from him. I mean, look at look at that. Mercy and wrath both come from him. And his indignation resetteth upon sinners. Hey, next time somebody says the most high God hates hates the sin but loves the sinner, let's go to Sirach five and five. Or back all the way through 6. Let's read it again. Concerning propitiation, be not without fear to add sin unto sin, and say not, his mercy is great. He will be pacified for the multitude of my sins. For mercy and wrath come from him, and his indignation resteth upon sinners. Make no tarry to turn to the Lord, and put not Offer, but put not off from day to day. Hey, let's not let's not waste time returning to the Most High God. Let's keep going, and put not off for day to day. For suddenly shall wrath of the Lord come forth, and in security thou shalt be destroyed and perish in the day of vengeance. It, you know what I mean? Verse eight. Set not thy heart upon goods unjustly gotten, for they shall profit. They shall not profit thee in the day of the calamity. Hey Amen. Let me just say, don't. Well, on a major scale, don't put everything you got into this place, man. Because when Yahushai returns, nothing you have in this place is going to benefit you at all. You know what I'm saying? Verse 9. We're now not with every wind, and go not in every way, for so doth the sinner that hath a double tongue. Amen. Like we tell brothers, you can listen to whoever you want. I mean, but ultimately, don't follow every spirit. You know what I'm saying? The Most High placed us all together in the school for a reason. So, you know, other leadership sometimes needs to be put off to the side because they don't have thing they have nothing to do with this school. Verse ten. Be steadfast in thine understanding and let the let thy word be the same. 
See what I mean? Be swift to hear and let thy life be sincere with patience give answers. If thou hast understanding, answer thy neighbor. If not, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. Simply put, if you know, say some. If you don't know, shut your trap. I mean, simple as that. Honor and shame is in talk, and the tongue of a man is his fall. Yeah, mate, we gotta keep we gotta keep going over this book every so often. Cause look at the look at the gems it's giving you. Basically, it's telling you stop talking too damn much. Verse fourteen: Be not called a whisperer, and lie not in wait with thy tongue, for a foul shame is upon the thief, and an evil condemnation upon the double tongue. You know what I mean? Don't run your mouth. You know what I'm saying? And be be quick to talk about the next man any chance you get because, you know, destruction is going to come upon you. Evil condemnation is upon the double tongue. Be not ignorant of anything in a great matter or a small. We didn't tell you to be know-it-alls, but come on, man. We're learned men up here. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta forever strive for the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the scriptures. But let's go into now. Let's let's turn to the to our last portion of the reading uh, in the gospel, the book of Luke, in in the fifth chapter. Oh. Um, let's go to the book of Luke, chapter five, verse five. The book of Luke, chapter 5 and 5. I mean, the book of Luke, chapter 5 from the top. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gethsemane and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and he prayed that he would thrust out a little from the from the land, and sat him and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto him, Simon, launch into the deep and let your nets for a drop. And Simon answering him answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net broke. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, and they, and they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished that all were with him at the, at the draught of the fish that he had taken. Basically, Christ, you know, he, he, he low-key revealed himself to, to Simon Peter. And Peter told him, like, hey, you know, I'm not worthy. Uh, y'all, 
as you can see what happened right now, you know what I'm saying, he was, you know what I'm saying, they, they bust the nets out when they, when they were going to get the, when they were fishing. And so also, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were partners with Simon, and, and, yeah, and Yahawashai said unto Simon, Fear not from henceforth, thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to the land, they forsook all and followed him. Uh, another, uh, you know, Yahawashai said unto him, Ye shall be fishers of men. You know what I'm saying? And this is what, this is what he meant. You know what I'm saying? They, they, and they followed him. Verse 12. And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Yahawashai, fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. He put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from, from him. And he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. So as you can see, Yahushai taught the commandments. I mean, say what you please, but, you know what I'm saying, Yahushai would look at you dead in your face if you said that he didn't teach the commandments. Uh, verse 15, But so, much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Came to, um, and, when, and when he drew himself into the wilderness and prayed, and it came to pass on certain days, he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the men power of the Lord the men and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed a men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in, and they lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in, because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his, with his couch into the midst of Yahushai. And he saw their faith, and he saw their faith, and he said unto him, "Man, thy sins are forgiven thee." <laughs> I want y'all to pay attention from here, from this point on. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies, who can forgive sins but God alone? So the Pharisees, knowing this, were like, Hey, man, who does dude think he is? Only the Most High can forgive sins, right? So like you, some things I do got to highlight myself. But when Yahushua perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason in your hearts, whether it is easier to say, Thy sins are forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. 
but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy couch, and go into thy house. So he broke it down for them. And immediately he rose up before them, and took up th that there he may lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying Yahweh. And they were all amazed, and they glorified Yahweh, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. And after, the, after, after these things, he went forth and saw a publican named Levi. Sitting at the receipt of custom, he said unto him, Follow me. I want to see how, see how powerful Yahweh is. Our king just looked him dead in his face and said, Follow me. And he left all rose up and followed him. And Levi made him a great feast in his own house. And there was a great company of publicans and others that sat with them. But their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do ye eat and drink with publicans and sinners? All right, brethren, another key point, what Yahweh I was doing. And Yehoshai answering said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. And it came not to call, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So the whole job description we have is right here defined. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. And they said unto him, Why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers and likewise the disciples of the Pharisees but thine eat and drink and he said unto them can ye make the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them but the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them and then shall they fast in those days and he spoke also a parable unto them matter of fact let me pause there for a second I could see, I could feel a couple of brothers probably confused a little, so I'm gonna take a couple seconds to elaborate. Yeah, how wish I tell them how are they gonna mourn when you know what I'm saying obviously I'm still here, but there's gonna be a day when I'm not here no more when we're gonna when they're gonna have to fast. That's why we fast. And pray, you know what I'm saying, pray often now because our king isn't here. The person who, you know, you know what I'm saying? The person who is our king. Keep, we're going to keep going. Verse 36. He spoke also a parable unto them. No man putteth a piece of, a piece of new garment upon an old. If otherwise, then both the new maketh a rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agreeeth not with the old. And a man putteth... And no man putteth new wine in old bottles, else the new wine will burst and bottles will split, and the bottles shall perish. No man also having drunk old wine straightway desireth new, for he for he saith the old is better. So we were we're new vessels. You know what I'm saying? We're the we're the we're not gonna put we're not going to try to work in our old doctrines into this new garment, which i got to get into the garment breakdown. You know what I mean? 
and we're not gonna we're not gonna teach you something new and you're gonna say, Well, my old doctrine is is better, you know what I'm saying, if you're still stuck in that. So we gotta become as children. You know what I'm saying? But that concludes the reading for today, Akim. I'm gonna stop the recording to take questions. Um hopefully brothers was edified.